Today is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we'll preview tonight's Flow Racing Late Model Show at 411, including a points update. We'll also take a look at the big step forward Justin Peck made this season, and we've got news from USAC and the Wild Wing Shootout. Before we get going, if you'd like a free and easy way to support what I'm doing, you could subscribe and follow the show and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you watch or listen. You can also follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and DirtTracker.com is home to a bunch of cool dirt racing stuff as well. Now, let's get going. With as bad as their luck has been, especially lately, I almost don't want to talk about the Flow Racing Night in America Light Model Series today. They haven't raced since September 13th at February, and much of the season has been plagued by weather-related postponements and cancellations, including most recently at Farmer City and the Tri-County Show being pushed until later in October. Hopefully things turn around tonight, though, as the series heads to 411 Motor Speedway in Tennessee for a 20,000 win race. It'll be the richest race in the history of the 3 8 mile racetrack. With five races complete on the season and three still left on the schedule, Jonathan Davenport is leading the championship standings over Kyle Larson, Bobby Pierce, Mike Marler, and Tanner English. We have yet to have a repeat winner with the Flow Racing Light Models with Davenport, Devin Moran, Larson, Pierce, and Brandon Shepard all picking up victories through the five previously completed races. Should have a very nice mix of national and regional cars in attendance tonight with J.D., Larson, Brandon Overton, Nick Hoffman, Boom Briggs, and Ricky Weiss all expected, along with guys like Corey Hedgecock, Jensen Ford, Pierce McCarter, and Donald McIntosh. Sounds like we may also get a Hunt the Front sighting with Joseph Joyner uh, p- uh, potentially going to be there coming off finishes of 13th at Dixie and 12th at Rome with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. As for Larson, we haven't seen him in a late model since he finished third on the opening night of the late model Knoxville Nationals. He's coming off that incredible come-from-behind win on Sunday in the cup race on the Roval at Charlotte. And while he does currently trail Davenport by 81 points in the standings, it's not outside the realm of possibility that he could grab a championship with this series. The final uh, three races aren't far from Charlotte, and the midweek dates don't conflict with his NASCAR commitments. Something to keep an eye on for sure as he also chases his first Cup Series title. With what he's been able to do in the late model already this season, he could grab a couple of wins here and make this thing close. Also on the card for tonight are 604 late models and 602 late models with hot laps scheduled for 6.30 p.m. If you can't get out to 4.11, Flo will have the live stream tonight. We talked yesterday on the show about Tyler Courtney and his incredible 2021 season with the All-Stars that resulted in the series championship. He and his Clausen Marshall team were definitely the main storyline with the series this season, coming into their first full year of winged racing and capturing that championship in their rookie run. Courtney certainly wasn't the only driver to emerge this year, though, and now that the season is over, we can take a look at a few of those different names. The one I wanted to focus on today is Justin Peck. Peck's book team ended up second in the final standings, even though Peck himself was seventh in the driver standings after missing some races due to injury. Before the season started, I talked on the show about possible championship favorites for the All-Stars, and Courtney and Peck were not at the top of that that list, and yet they basically ended up 1-2 on the year. Behind Sunshine, Peck was second best of the full-timers in average finish, trailing the 7BC by about a position and a half. Peck also had the second most wins on the season with four behind Courtney's eight. Things for that 13 team got off to a hot start this year with Peck winning the points-paying opener at Attica in April, and that was after Peck ran strong in Georgia, Florida, and Pennsylvania to start the season. There were definitely some tough nights, though, through the year. 
but Pack took a big step forward in ability, and the numbers show that. His average finish with the All-Stars was about four positions better in 2021 than in previous years, and besides those four wins, he racked up 19 top fives and 31 top tens in 41 appearances. He was also better with the Outlaws in limited starts, earning a top five at Kokomo and finishing 13th in the Knoxville Nationals after grabbing a top five on his prelim night. Depending on how things shake out for 2022, if Peck were to return full-time to the All-Stars, he would definitely start the season as one of the championship favorites. Finding some more consistency would be necessary for sure, though, and limiting those nights where he made mistakes and crashed. But he certainly showed plenty of speed this season, and I think the seat time really pushed him forward as a driver. He's definitely one to keep an eye on for the future. There was some moderately, uh, moderately unfortunate news yesterday from the dirt racing community with the announcement that Levi Jones is leaving USAC to become the new director for the Indy Light Series. It's no doubt a great move for him and certainly well-deserved after a successful run with USAC, but it sucks for us on the dirt racing side because he's done a really nice job elevating the USAC divisions, uh, most recently as the VP of competition for the series. Jones spent six years at USAC, and according to a release from the organization, we've had the largest car counts in decades and a record number of national events this season under Levi's watch. It sounds like he will continue to oversee the final few weeks of the season for the National Series before transitioning into his new role, and USAC expects to announce leadership changes in the coming weeks to kind of fill the void. Hopefully, Kevin Miller and the folks at USAC can put together a plan to continue the momentum they've had lately. I'm a big fan of USAC's racing, and I think it deserves to have a bigger spotlight put on it in the national scene. They've got some great characters, and they put on some really great shows. And as I've said before, I don't think it gets nearly enough credit, especially when you put it up against the big wing series like the Outlaws and then the resources that some of the late model races and series draw. Good luck, certainly, to Levi in his new role. The IndyCar organization got a good one. And in an announcement yesterday, we found out there will be no Wild Wing shootout in 2022. After debuting the event this season back in January, promoter Chris Kearns has decided to shelve the event until 2023. Kearns also promotes the Wild West shootout for late models, and he cited the event's move from the closing Arizona Speedway over to Vado Speedway Park as a big reason for the decision. A lot of work goes into planning and executing these events, and I'm sure moving the event from one state to another has added some extra challenges this year. Hopefully they can get things squared away for the future. If you don't know about Chris, he's been involved for many, many years out West, putting on big shows like the Wild West Shootout, and he's worked with a lot of the major sanctioning organizations like USAC, the Outlaws, and a lot more. Uh, so good luck to Chris and those guys getting those things worked out for next year. There are three shows on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Vision has weekly Outlaw Kart action from Millbridge Speedway, and Flow Racing has the Flow Night in America Late Models and Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. I hope you have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.